You said you became a millionaire in 2001. Yeah. How much are you worth now? Like, what what do you like? Yeah. So our net worth with? now, you know, we have over $600 million in holdings, uh-huh. but net worth, we're probably right about $100 million. Oh, you know? damn. So. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we have a good net worth. Damn. <laughs> Can I borrow some money? <laughs> okay. So you have $600 million in net, $600 million in assets owned. Yep. And then you probably owe, I guess, like 500 or something like that. Keep it. Yeah. Like you know, it depends how you evaluate assets, right? Yeah. So I always kind of keep it arbitrary. Real estate's real subjective because, you know, if you if if you compare it to what the value of that real estate was just two, two years ago, it was double what it's worth today. Yeah. You know, so like worth I, was I worth a billion dollars? No. No. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's all, it's, it, you know, so the, the numbers are, are arbitrage in real estate because- you know, they're subjective to the market conditions and got it and stuff. So, but you think you're worth like at least a hundred million, right around there. We're hovering around there, depending on how you, yeah, how you evaluate our assets. And got so it. So, how, how, and again, if I'm going too far, let me know, but I'm just going to push <laughs> it because, yeah, <laughs> how much liquid cash at your level do you think it's important to have? At my level, you got to have several millions that you have liquid at almost any given time. Mm. So, I mean, we, we utilize different tools for that because you just don't want it sitting there. Um, so we, we, a lot of our liquid assets are in the stock market. Oh, okay. So it's still liquid, but, um, but it's invested. Got it. So now that bonds are good, we have money invested in bonds. Um, but you know, stocks are great. I love the stock market. Uh, Most real estate guys down on the stock market. Yeah. And, um, I've used it as a tool. It's Mm. been a great tool for me. Yeah. Yeah, because so for me, right, I'm not worth $100 million. I wish I was, though. But um, I would say I'm worth between 2 and $3 million. Yeah, um, But for my, I'm a, I'm a flipper, right? So I flip yeah. houses. So for me, in order to be kind of safe, honestly, I should have about 250 in the bank at any given time. Yeah. But that's not like, okay, I got 250. I'm going to invest that into flips. Yeah. That's just rainy day fund. And yeah, then yeah. the rest of the capital needs to be out like moving, moving and, and working. Yeah. 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 So in, in, in bank accounts, we'll always have like a couple million dollars in bank accounts at any given time. And I'll give you an example why. Like last uh, November, um, we were doing a phase three on a loan Last minute, um, literally 48 hours before closing, the bank comes to us and says, um, you guys need to come to the table with another uh, $1.2 million in yeah. interest reserve. Yeah. And um, we had two choices, either pony it up or raise it. Yeah. Or not close. Or I guess we have another alternative, right? Not close. Yeah. Right? Yeah. On the loan. So, um, so at that level, we just don't know what the banks are going to call out, especially in this market. Right 100%. Now. Yeah. So it's important to have that liquidity because um, you just never know when you're going to need it. That's amazing. I mean, yeah, hearing that is super inspirational. So I guess like before I get into how you became, you know, worth more than a hundred million dollars, like what does it feel like? Do you just feel super rich or do you still feel broke? Because sometimes still feel I broke. still broke. Yeah. I still feel broke. <laughs> <laughs> really? Are you serious? Or no. you <laughs> I, we have a good life, man. I mean, there's times I do. I was like, damn, like, I mean, even just the other day, um, God, one of my partners calls me up and he goes, because I mean, banking sucks right now. So like, I, you know, I went to one of the Berkshire Hathaway meetings and um, somebody gets up at the Berkshire Hathaway meeting at the annual meeting, yeah. the big one. Yeah. And um, 
um, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger would allow people to get up and ask questions in this one thing. It's one point in time in the meeting. Um, and they're all stockholders, right? Yeah. And she asked and said something to the nature of, um, well, it was when he had just bought Apple, like the, yeah, yeah. the, the shares in Apple a few years ago. And she goes, you know, X amount of billion dollars is just a lot of money. And she goes, yeah, there was a time I thought so too, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, and so I guess it's all perspective, right? Yeah. Um, when you're bu- at that level of Warren Buffett, a billion dollars just doesn't seem like that much. And he talked about it. He's like, he's like, look, you know, like when you're buying a majority shares of some of the biggest companies in the world, you feel limited on what your ability to buy that is because you only have so much money. Mm. It might only be so much billions, but it's still, you're still bottlenecked. Yeah. Right. So everything's in levels. And um, like the other day we were going through a loan and we were going to use um, a company that isn't a bank. Um, they're a non-traditional lender that just does multifamily and um, they invest their own capital. Yeah. And um, one of the things is, is we had ponied up all our financials and they go, they called us up and said, um, and I thought they just hadn't looked at all the financials. Right. And he goes, um, um, do you have $5 million of additional liquidity? And I said, oh yeah. I said, did you look at my financials? And he goes, he goes, yeah. And he goes, and I said, oh, you, you received them from my CPA? And he goes, yes. And I go, so you need like a total of $5 million in, liqu- in liquidity for me alone? Because I have another partner yeah. in this deal. And he goes, no, we need an additional $5 million. Uh-huh. And I was like, and I was like, okay, so additional to everything that we both brought to the table, you still need an additional $5 million. And then we, we yeah. went through traditional underwriting, right? So- we go, well, when do you need the, the liquidity buy? And he goes, well, the next 30 days would be good. Yeah. So we had to figure out a way to to liquidate $5 million. Wow. In 30 days, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so you feel a little broke in the moment, you know? <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're like, like, damn, you're like, oh, I got to come up with $5 million <laughs> yeah, of my yeah. own money that I yeah. can't just that get, you know? So you got to liquidate. So you have all this money, right? But it's all tied up. Right? Ah, so, okay. So, you know, it's it's... It's not that you don't have the five million dollars, but you don't have it like right at your fingertips. The addition, because I mean, it's like an additional five million dollars. And there's people that are at that level where that five million dollars, like, oh yeah, I got another five million. Yeah. And we are at a level now where we down our financials substantially to lenders um, because our attorneys and asset protection guys uh, instruct us to do so. So we do. Um, where at one point in time we're flubbing to go up on them. Yeah. Now we're doing the opposite, so that's yeah. a good feeling. Yeah. You know, um, to be downing our assets. But yeah, I mean, it's all relative. I mean, we're not broke, like literally broke. We we live a good life. We do whatever yeah. the hell we want to do. But to play the game at a high level, sometimes yeah. you feel a little bottlenecked at certain points in times, mm. you know? Yeah, because, so I remember when I became a millionaire, and this is random money talk, but I remember I became a millionaire finally, and then um, like a million in equity. Yeah. I was like, all right, dude, I'm for sure over a million dollars. I remember I called my friend. I was like, dude, guess what? Showed him. And I was like, Craziest part, I still feel broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm actually more yeah. scared right yeah. now than I yeah. when I had yeah. nothing. Because yeah. then yeah. you're just like, shoot, I don't want to lose this. And then I yeah. can do more. And then I remember first time I had like a million in the bank, I was like, all right, like I feel a little bit less stress for sure. Yeah. I was like, there's definitely there. So Once I, you hit that million mark, it doesn't you doesn't feel like nearly as much as you thought it was gonna feel. Yeah, hundred percent. Like. Yeah, I, I felt richer when I made 10K where I'm like, damn, yeah, I but, got 10K in but the But you bank? have expendable capital. When you're trying to grow, man, it takes yeah. everything you got to to grow, right? Yeah. So you always feel broke. Like my wife made statements in prior she was like, we're the richest, we're the brokest rich people I know. Really? Like we're worth millions of dollars, but she's like, because there'll be certain points in time where I'm like Okay, we're getting this loan. We're trying to scale to this. Like, don't be buying, spending money on dumb shit. Right? That's so funny. She's I was like, going to say that too. Yeah. And she's like, if my wife doesn't spend money, she's like, 
It's like, okay. Yeah. My wife's like super simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, still, it still feels that way. So you're like, and, and there's times where she's had to correct me, man. Like we're, where she's like, look, we're working too hard. It's absolutely ridiculous, but your mind's telling you that you just need everything. And like really the $500 that she might spend ain't going to move the needle on a multi-million dollar project, yeah. but it feels that way. Yeah. You see the Louis you're Vuitton bag, it. you're like, dude, you're going to freaking bankrupt this company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's like yeah. 300 bucks. You're yeah. like, still. Yeah. That's the point. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I remember too, and then we'll transition to building houses, but I remember one time I was like, all in i had so i had all my money in flips like all of it like all of it and i remember i went out to eat and i was just stressed over the bill i was just like jeez dude i yeah, shouldn't even yeah. be paying for this 30 dollar yeah. peruvian that's why food. i just that's why i just paid man <laughs> like even the other night man after we we had the meetup I, I we got to dinner i invite a couple people man and um and, and not not that i'm somebody like special and great but Dude, if I was taking somebody like me to dinner, I would freaking figure out a way to pay the fucking bill. Yeah. Nobody does, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody, it's funny, man. I watch just to see, because I'm already like, I'll pay. Yeah. Because I hate that freaking feeling. But I like to see everybody when they drop that bill on there, man. It doesn't matter. Like people that are saying they make money or not, everybody kind of squirms a little bit. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. And so I just pick it up, you know? I also, and then everybody's like, oh, gee, thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. You don't have to. And then later they're like, oh, I got it. I got it. Come yeah, out yeah, of yeah. pocket later, and, and um, you know, I just pay it now. You know, I just, I, I, I just assume that every dinner I go to, I'm going to pay it. Yeah. And then if I don't, it's like surprising because it's like one and once in a blue moon where yeah. like somebody's like, "There is no way you're freaking paying this dinner." Yeah. And, and I'm you're like, like, I'm like, they're a good person. That guy's good. <laughs> well, that's good because I pay for they're freaking a good person. All of them. Yeah. 